Hey, and welcome to this week's edition. I say this week, it's not really a weekly thing, is it anymore? First edition for 2020. Yeah, I know. Um, welcome to the Rugby Report Card. Uh, with us today is Jim. Yeah, no Jim. No, no Jim this week. Is it just this week? Well, no Jim for now. Yeah, just for now. Uh, and Blake? Okay. Hey, how are you hey, doing? I'm good, mate, and you? Yeah, not too bad. It's been... Uh, uh, it's been nice watching uh, some of the rugby over the, the last couple of weekends, so it's been nice. So this weekend was obviously Bledisloe 2. I just want to ask, does this hurt more because you felt like you had a chance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just, no, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. No, I, I sincerely mean this. Sometimes it's easier to lose by 30 and be hopeless. Yeah. Um, Which were, felt worse, the refereeing shenanigans of the final eight minutes and feeling you were robbed or... Feeling after 10 minute, 20 minutes of the second game, oh, we're done here. I, I didn't think we were done in the second game, and I legitimately mean yeah. this. I think it was a it was an arm wrestle until Matt Tamua went off. Yeah. Then I knew we were done. Yeah. Um, th- then I knew we were done. Mm. In The first game really hurt. Mm. That felt like a very rare opportunity to strike while the iron is hot mm. um, and, and we legitimately should have won and I think you even as a POM would agree yeah, Australia right. should have won the even game. as a POM I'm objective well, please so you've reveled in our defeats <laughs> I am five ver- years we've been I'm very objective come on that's it that hurts well you can say that Australia should have won the first game yeah, you were the better team. It was the best opportunity that you are going to have this series, in my opinion, to win a game. Um, I don't feel that there was an issue with the referee across the whole of the time. My issue with the referee came between the final eight, those final eight minutes or whatever it is, where everything kind of shut the bed. But you look at rugby league, that kind of happens in golden point time then. Every, every rule kind of goes out the window. Um, I also don't... I'll, I'll agree with that. I don't think the ref got much wrong in the game. Mm. I know Kiwis were whinging. Mm. A 14-7 penalty count. It's mm. pretty hard to beat the All Blacks at mm. home. But I don't I don't I didn't have a problem with it. No. I'd have to watch the tape and look at every single penalty. I thought ref was fine. He shut the bed at the yeah, end. Yeah, I agree. Too with nervous. That. Can I ask, because classic rugby report card, we are jumping around a bit right now. Do you want to go back to a bit of review of round one or do you want to just stick with round two right now? And by round I really just mean game. Well quickly round one it was a really exciting start to Dave Rennie's tenure. Mm, yeah. Um, I think he has a lot of capital at yep. the moment. Um, you can see that there's wide, wide support for him in the decisions he's making. Um, and Australia delivered. I guess this has been published too, but New Zealand normally start their season poorly. Yeah. If you look, they've struggled against Ireland and France and New Zealand. They mm. always seem to play poor their first mm. game. Um, and we seem to do really well when we have a new coach, game one. So it was kind of all on script. What happens script. after that? It was kind of all on script. Um, but it, it was a phenomenal performance by Australia and really, really pleasing. Minus the line-out, mm. we played a, a pretty good game. Mm. Um, round two, though, um, yeah, much more to be said about that, I guess. Mm. Um, I'll stand by it, though. I, I know some people, I, I've read that some people are saying that the new Kiwis aren't up to it either. And both sides would get pumped by an England or a South Africa right now. Um, how does that, what basis do you, uh, does that come from? Because I don't, I don't agree with that. No, neither do I. Like, I don't know how you'd substantiate that no. in any way. I think it'd be fair to say that no team will be where they were at last World Cup. No, well, that's, that's completely expected because, yes, okay, there is competition going on in Europe at the moment, but 
there's still that there's no level of continuity between teams. You know, think back to the Six Nations never finished. So it's unrealistic to expect. Them it's to an be arbitrary that. comparison. Yeah, I actually think the footy's been bloody good. Mm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't think New Zealand's poor. I think Australia's stepped up. Mm. I think New Zealand lack a bit of continuity. They're not yeah. as polished, mm. um, and that's part of their devastation. Mm. They get an inch, they get seven. Mm. I think it's also really important that we be careful that we cannot we don't compare Bledisloe one and two too much because the playing conditions were so different between those um, those games were required different skill sets as well. So as much as we don't want to go too much over the top about Bowden Barrett being amazing and he was, but he still would have played in a different way in game one as he would in game two, for example. To a point, but that yeah. that bloke's legitimate. No, and I and I understand that he is, and it was a poor choice probably. But even the lineout, <laughs> the lineout, for example, the lineout is more of a concern this week than what it was last week. I know that sounds a stupid statement, but there was extenuating circumstances last week in terms of, for example, yeah, poor poor call choices by Matt Phillip going to the back of the lineout sometimes in very windy conditions, okay, which meant under throws. But it was perfect conditions this week, and the lineout still didn't didn't work that well. It wasn't too bad. I think we only lost one on our own throw. Yeah, but winning it and getting good ball from it is two different things. They so are. I still don't think. Do you think it was an ball. overcorrection by Rennie bringing in? We'll shit on Hannigan's. But we how many options? I'd love to know. I don't know the stat, and this is just from an eye test. How many times was Hannigan, at, Hannigan actually used as a line-out option? But I wonder if just the threat of him... But he's not... Unless you use him, the threat's a mystery. Yeah, look, I, you're the stats, man. Well, yeah. And I don't, I don't, what, are the, what are the stats? <laughs> and I don't know um, the stat. I, I, I worried that it was an overcorrection. Oh, full credit to Ned Hannigan. I haven't seen him play that well no. in a very long time, and he had a mm. bloody brilliant super rugby season. Um, in particular, at the line out, so he probably was. Oh, I, don't know, I still can't bring myself to say it, but he probably was deserving of a spot, and he did bust the line and, and set up that try assist. He just he, he looked very un- it, yeah, but he looked very uncomfortable. You know when he broke the line, he passed way too early. He was like, "Shit, what am I going to do?" Um, I don't, I, so I don't think we're right to pile on on him, but I think no. maybe we are. They did away with Samo a bit soon, and Valentini. Mm. I thought both of them were, were decent in Wellington. And yeah, but really it Really good super rugby season. But it comes to your point. It, it was an overcorrection for the lineout option. Yeah, and where it uh, kicked us in the ass is our ball carriers in that pack were Samo and Valentini when they're on the park, but it's Tupu and Wilson. Hmm. They went off injured. Hmm. So we were effectively, we were back to a New South Wales pack hmm. where you have no ball carriers. Everyone's a jack of all trades, mm. and that's what the second half felt like for me. There was no front football. There was no dominance on the game line. Well, that was a point I was going to make. I think what was the biggest difference, and you could talk about tactics and you could talk about skill sets, but if you look about it, and you, t- you can talk about missed tackles as well, but every time New Zealand took the ball into contact, they got over the game line. They probably, even if it was just a centimeter or, or a meter, that makes a huge difference. You get that front football every time in Australia. Not every time. The majority of the time in Australia made contact. Yes, they made some excellent line breaks but when they made contact it was very much of a neutral contact or they'd go backwards yeah and I, I think like I said I think that's Tom and Thor coming off Wilson coming off uh, and lacking that extra ball carrier mm. but, but that can't be the only reason there's got to be something else whether it's deception of trying to so you can't line the guy up I no, know I what you're saying Australia's pre-contact meters have been really really good I think New Zealand just showed up mm. Yeah. I think they just they got out muscled in the first game, yeah. and they had a point to prove that it wasn't going to happen this game. Yeah. And I think if you take out two or three ball runners, who if you look at the carries, they're always top of the charts. Those blokes that I've you've been just looking mentioned. at. You've been looking at the stats, stats man. You just the stats. Says stats. 
I'll observe the stats. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, without those ball carriers, you're certainly going to struggle. Mm. Uh, and I think that hurt us in the second half in terms of go forward. And then without Timo, all continuity was lost in the back line. It was amazing, actually. And I'm not saying Pataia's a bad player. I'm not saying that at all. I think he's a future. He's an excellent player. But you're absolutely right. When he came on, the lack of not only continuity because Timo was standing at first receiver a lot, but also his kicking game led to disharmony across the whole of that back line and just to change the game. Yeah, well, O'Connor's, um, I think, got it by well ball in hand. Mm. Um, defensively struggled a little. Mm. And his just tactical kicking... Mm. Um, he's got really, he's got a lot better this year. I was mm. slamming him at the start of the Super Rugby season, but without Tamua, he was really one-dimensional with his kicks. So, who is the option? Is it go to a uh, Simone? Who is the the option to come in? Because I, for me personally, I don't like. I don't think the O'Connor Pataya ten twelve axis. Pasami was playing. Pasami, oh, yeah. yeah, but then even them two, I don't even think. And then Pataya coming, I don't even think that works. Well, this is the talk of the town. I think the latest mail I saw is Tamua's a, a, a decent chance of playing. The amount of pain he seemed in, and I know that's reactionary comments I make by just be seeing, he, see, he cannot surely recover in that time. The he needs to is, rest. The talk is he might be there. But no, it's, it's a really interesting uh, It's a really interesting one. I think Simone's the like player, mm. and he played well enough in the Super Rugby. That's mm. um, a big step up to, mm. to go straight into oh, a like Hell yeah, absolutely. There's talk of Karevi coming back home. Mm. Um, I could see there's a lot of people he, not happy with he doesn't, can I just say, incredible player, but he doesn't solve the tactical kicking right. problem. No, no. no. Um, I even saw Hamish Stewart's name brandish around as mm-hmm. a, a coming to the squad. I think you've, you've got to go Simone. Mm. Uh, Lola Seo playing 10 and shifting O'Connor. Yeah. Or in the under-20s, Lola Seo was a 12. Mm. So does he just come in and play that role? But I, I think, think if you could. Yeah, but if you played 10 all that the last year, now no... I'm not trying to compare to who I am. Compared to Super Rugby to international level, surely you play him at 10 and shift O'Connor across one, no? Yeah, but I don't know if you want to move O'Connor at this point either. Fair so enough. that's why I think the, the, the common sense male Simone. Mm. Yeah, and, no, and I And you're in the squad, mate. You've got to be good enough to do it. And oh, on his yeah. day, he is. Yeah. Um, and I think he plays a similar role. I don't think he's got defensively the game of Tamua. Mm. Uh, let's talk defensively. The Wallings were atrocious. Caleb Clark just ran a train on him. Can, I, can we just make one... I mean, I wouldn't tackle that guy for my life. Well, exactly. I'd, I'd, I'd definitely uh, like uh, matador him through it. See, Caleb, man, thanks. Uh, can I have your autograph? No. But yeah, for an elite level spot, there was too many people hanging off tackles. Like, but it wasn't just it wasn't just Caleb Clark. It was, no, no. It was there was new tackles all around. Yeah. Um, and I think the other two big... The, the three big moves for New Zealand that I think paid dividends is Bowden Barrett's world class. Mm-hmm. He's going to shred you at least once a game. Mm-hmm. And he did it maybe three times. Dan Coles is such a fucking grub. He really disrupted our forward pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Leonard Brown at 13. Uh, we don't give him a lot of mail on this. The blokes are completely So polite. I would actually add in there that the change of tactics, if you compare the game and it was probably weather-dependent, I'd love to know the stat again, the amount of rucks that New Zealand had. And I know it's unfair to compare because Australia had more of the ball last week. But if you actually think about how much the ball spent in the ruck compared to last week to this week, because they moved the ball out of context so much quicker this week, whether it was a clear ruck or even the offload, I just think created so much space and created a lack of organisation. Australia are very good defensively when they're set. They can push, squeeze, etc. But when it's loose... New Zealand are amazing. Yeah, I reckon that's a good shout. I think Australia's ruck ball was slow. Mm. 
Kiwis contested. New yeah. Zealand's rough ball was electric. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it and it wasn't the week before. No. And is that Samu being out? Like, is that losing one breakdown player? I think weather has an impact yeah. on it, but I don't think we can just solely put it on Samu. Um, but I, I think, mean, we, yeah, I know what you're saying. Good line out. Yeah. And Fyinga is a, he's work rate yeah. shit out in the first game. And, and Ned, our mate Ned, he doesn't do great work at ruck time, let's be honest. I think he got one pill far. But yeah. he also conceded about eight penalties. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, My concern yeah, just kind of. That one threw me. Excuse the pun. That's a terrible pun. He jacked it in all right, but uh, I don't know. Why did he leapfrog Ulysses? I don't know. There's probably a very good argument for it, whether it's line out throwing. I don't. I, I don't know yeah. whether they've had a competition at training or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was strange. But there was a lot of really good commentary on him. He did all right around the park, you know. But is that the option you're looking for as as a test hooker right now? So look. It, no, no. I'm asking you. Is that the job that you want from a test hooker? I, I like that it's competitive between the three of them. I think yeah. at least he's the future. I. Th- Flyer just could have sort of thrown you. Hmm. Um, it's that and you simple. can and you can mask it in Super Rugby, but you can't mask it at international. We level. missed his scrummaging on yeah. the weekend. We missed his rolling ball work on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't do a lot of work in the first mm-hmm. game either. Can I ask a question? If we're talking about forwards, what are your thoughts on on Liam Wright, for example? Ah, uh, look, he's a future Wallaby. I, I really do a- emphasis think that. on that word future. Yeah, though? yeah. I think he got out muscle. Mm. Um, I think he got mugged at one point. If, if he? he's the yeah, if he's the um, the future, is Simmons now surely the post? Look, it's the second rise of problem. Like there, there was a point I jokingly, and it sounds like we're piling on a Ned Hannigan here, and we are a little because it's fun. <laughs> I actually think the bloke played pretty well, and he had a good super ugly season. Mm. But but I genuinely meant it when I tweeted. There was a point where it said Simmons to Hannigan. And mm. I, I genuinely mean that, and that's no disrespect to Simmons. He's been a Wallaby for 100 tests. But if Simmons is passing the ball to Hannigan, yeah. you're not going to beat the All Blacks. Well, you know he's off to England next year anyway, so if the global pandemic changes, well, he'll be going anyway because they're still playing, so yeah. it's probably don't, the don't end anyway. Don't get me wrong. I'm Rennie. I'm picking Simmons. Yeah. We have a shortage of second rowers. Mm. He gets the job done at line-out time. That's mm. his primary role. But he just looked a bit slow to the breakdown. Mm. He looked unphysical. Um it is what it is. They're mm. not lining up. Mm. Um, who's that bloke from the Rebels that I like, that, that young guy? Um, no, I can't I'll Google it later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll cut it. We'll cut it. But you can only buy a certain amount of young blokes. Oh, that's absolutely. what I mean with Liam Wright. He yeah. is the future. He's not there yet. But what do you do when you're playing New Zealand six times? Well, he's, he's got to get some minutes. Mm. We don't have but, Scotland touring or Fiji no, but you, touring. But you have an Argentina team in a few weeks' time who are clearly not going to be at their best. They've had some uh, coronavirus issues. They've had to quarantine. Surely that's the time to play. Yeah, break. and that's where I would say it was an overcorrection with the line Yeah. Him yeah. taking Samu or Valentini's spot on the bench mm-hmm. was a line-out overcorrection for mm-hmm. me. I would have held him off for mm-hmm. Argentina mm-hmm. Um, to get those minutes there. Uh, moving on, so we will talk about how great New Zealand were. I know we will. Well, we touched it a bit. I've got enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and just Dan Carl shoots me. Really? I just uh, find if, hard can to I just Can I just say, if he was in the Australian team, you'd love him. I'd you? love him. He'd be a mongrel. But he's just such a tosser, isn't he? Can I ask? They're both incredible players. Who annoys you more? Is it Dane Coles or is it Aaron Smith yipping away? It's Stuart Broad. <laughs> <laughs> or is it Angus Gardner? I saw your tweet. Angus Gardner. I tell, look, we're both teachers, so I don't want to pile on the profession. But if he doesn't sound like a primary school assistant principal, I don't know who does. 
You can tell we don't teach primary. Um, right. I just find him so patronising. Mm. And I hate the no, no, no. Well, if they've done it, penalise them. Yeah, but this come on. This is the you... elite level. Yeah, I know. I expect it once, but... I just it, That stuff really irks me. And come on, guys. We've scrummed well up until... Shut up. You can I ask you when, you, when you listen to uh, when Wayne Barnes referees, do you like it then? No, I do. It's the accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Um, what is it? a couple of questions about the backs as well? Has Tom Banks cemented his place in your in opinion as fullback now for the Wallabies for the foreseeable future? Um, God, he's a gun under the high ball. I think he dropped one this weekend. Every time it goes up, I'm confident he's going to catch it, mm-hmm. um, which is... Huge in Tesla. Australia have sucked in that area. for. So- I know Falau's a gun under the high ball, but it always ended up that it was Beal back there coughing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really enjoyed the safety of having Banks under the high ball. Didn't see much in attack from him Yeah, that'd be, that'd be my question. So for, what do you want from your 15 for Australia moving forward? I agree. He's very secure under the high ball. Absolutely. Do you want your 15 coming into a playmaking role as an additional person? And I think he was stuck doing that when Tamua came off. Yeah. And then he did, he'd lost his game because he's a runner. Mm. And he played a little bit of... But do you think receiver. even when he received the ball and secured it, gave great structure, do you think he... He's electric enough for you. I do. I do think he's quick enough. I think for some reason. No, no, not even like quick enough, but electric. I mean, in terms of not only speed but creativity and just that sense of. Uh, you know what I do? Space. I just don't think he he's pulled the trigger at the international level. Out of he's, fear. Yeah, you see him pull it in Super Rugby, mm. and it's like, oh, Banksy shreddy again. Um, I don't know if it's fear. I don't know if it's the All Blacks, mm. the defensive line of the All Blacks, or I don't know if it's percentages. Mm. You're playing the All Blacks. I'm not going to take this on the outside and mm. risk getting turned over. I don't know what it is, but he, I would go DHP next game. Okay. If Banks played like he did in the first game, I would have kept him. Defensively, uh, I trust DHP more mm. to make that tackle. Is that a regressive move? No, because I think Rennie came out and said it was DHP's spot. He's currently injured, so Banks is in. It's, it's up to Banks to make it his jersey. I think he made it clear that DHP is the incumbent. Mm. So I, I would go back to DHP, but I think Banks has mm. a future. He just needs to, to build mm. that confidence. And the segue from that really is, we, this This is a new back three right now. Um, take both games into account because I think Corabetti played better in the first game than he did in the second game. Um, Dangui had a pretty good game both games. We just talked about Banks. Is that the setback three for you moving forward? Again, I'd, I'd bring DHP to yeah. 15. Sorry, um, yeah. You did say that. Maddox and Wright can't be too far from the conversation. No. Maddox particularly. But no, no Maddox for me, and- Wright. Yeah, I was to say Maddox didn't play well at times in that Waratah shirt, but he was playing in a Waratah shirt. So, so Wright, for me, probably deserves some minutes in the mm. Argentina test. Right now, Dalguno's been a best player. Mm. Uh, defensively, he sucked on the weekend, mm. and it's got to be called. I, mm. Like, I haven't said he missed a lot of tackles. Um, that's my one question mark with everything else. That, that guy's bloody exceptional. He's I want to see more from him. Yeah. Corabetti's rough and down. Yeah. He's got hands for... Feet for hands. Like, mm. he can't catch. But when he does catch, forget it. So right now I persevere with both of them. Yeah. Um, but there's certainly when you've got Banks, Maddox, Wright, and Vunavalu coming next year, we're spoiled for riches. In, in terms of Vunavalu, I'm... You watch him play for the Storm on the weekend? Yeah. Jesus. Do you think... I mean this genuinely. Do you see him getting a Wallaby show? Uh, maybe not year one, but yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, like I really do. Does it concern you though? Still a lack of is even um, the two wingers at the moment. They still lack that kicking option. Does that concern you at all? No, no especially if you're playing a twelve who can kick. 
Yeah. Because then you've got three genuine kicking options in your back line. And I think Nick White's such a kicking halfback uh, at alleviate. Just for the record, he didn't have a great game this weekend, did he? He was another one. No, but... I'm, I you, like Nick White. He's, oh, he's the best. He's the best for uh, yeah. scrum half you have right now. I understand the reason why Jake White's on the uh, Jake. Uh, Jake White's a coach. Jake Gordon's on the bench, kicking option, side of pies. I understand that, but Nick White's definitely the. Oh, he's, he's a gun too, Nick White. Yeah. Europe's done him wonders. Yeah, he looks like he can control the game a lot more. Yeah. Um. So no, I'm excited to see more Nick White. Tate McDermott's got to be close. He's another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jake Gordon hasn't put a foot wrong yet. So where does it leave before we finish? Before we go into New Zealand, where what are your aspirations or your goals? Really, is it still to win the rugby championship or the Tri Nations? Sorry, now not the rugby championship, the Tri Nations. Is that a realistic goal? I'll, I'll be optimistic and then I'll be realistic. Optimistic is we should spank Argentina um, and play a few of our young blokes to blood them. Yeah, uh, and we would win one game against New Zealand, maybe even two two. That's optimistic. Yeah. Realistic, we beat Argentina, um, and I, I genuinely think we can beat New Zealand in a game. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got the players to do it. To beat New Zealand, we're still at the point where everything needs to go right for us. Mm-hmm. You need a day where you get the sixty forty calls. Mm-hmm. You need a day where your blokes don't get to go down injured. Maybe mm-hmm. one of theirs does, and I don't mm-hmm. wish anyone to go injured. But that's the day you need. Mm-hmm. And I think the day we had at Eden Park was one of those days where we lost our 12, who orchestrates the back line. We lost our best loose forward, who gets our running metres. Mm-hmm. Tupu went off. He wasn't playing that well, but we lost our scrum, mm-hmm. and he went off, which was their one set piece where we would get parity or slight mm-hmm. dominance. Does it excite you that you've still got to play New Zealand twice more? You know what it does? Because something about something strengthening creates diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Why don't you make a link to carbon? Show your level of intelligence. I don't guys. remember the expression, but uh, but I, you know, I think we're spoiled getting to play New Zealand a mm. lot, um, and it puts us in a bloody good position. Mm. Especially having come from the Super Rugby AU, mm-hmm. um, there's no there's no holiday here. Oh no, you're in there, not. you're doing it, you're, you're playing the big boys. Is there anything though in terms of New Zealand? Do you feel like I, I echo your thoughts about Lana Brown defensively brought a lot into that team, um, and. I think just the chat communication leadership, he obviously brings a lot as well. Yes, Bowden Barrett in the loose, I think, is electric, as we know, okay, and just sees a spark. I think the forwards, I've already mentioned it, they're offloading their ability to get quick ball is a massive thing. Um, I still have a one concern about the scrum, potentially the tight head side. It doesn't scrum particularly that well. Can't remember who it is off the top of my head. Tupo is giving him a bit of a hard time. Yeah. That young bloke came off the bench was Yeah, very, right? yeah. Um, but just overall, they just they just showed up on a dry track. Their skill level, their ability to get over the gain line, their opportunity to seek space. Absolutely. It's just yeah. that stuff. But my, my, if I'm a Kiwi fan, though, and this is being brutal, I'm not seeing it from the tight five. I think against Australia, that's fine. But I think that's where there is some credence. But aren't you doing, you're just doing a disservice to yourself? Because you've just said at the beginning of the conversation that even if you put an Australia against the rest of the world right now, it's not like they would spank him either. No, I don't think so. But I'd say that we don't have the second row in Australia mm. right now. I think if I you think came up being, against a Toji... I, I think that's being a bit harsh. Like, Matt Phillip and... Um, so Luka, I Loto's playing. He's playing yeah, well. Absolutely. I know they're not in the elite conversation, but it's not exactly like they're sucking. No, but I'm sucking. So, I think New Zealand are a bit short in the second mm. row stocks at the moment with no Retallick and Whitelock. And uh, isn't Barrett coming back? He could have played. Yeah, Barrett, yeah. Retallick. Well, that's who they're yeah. missing. Um, and then I still, 
I'd still have Bowden Barrett as ten. Mm-hmm. I think they're I think they're crazy not to. Yeah. Um, and I still don't think Sam Kane's the best seven in the country. Do you know here which is another crazy statement? I understand why he's in there. <laughs> I don't think Geordie Barrett's a winger either, but Yeah, yeah. So I don't think they've got it all right, but they're still bloody incredible. Mm. Um yeah, they're they're still top of the game. Mm. Was it nice as a being a really objective, looking taking a step back? Was it nice to see the step up from, you know, a flat day, you know, a beautiful day to play rugby and just the speed and intensity of international rugby back again? Because it, it was, yeah, I agree. The previous week was also engaging for a different reason. I much prefer the previous week. Well, obviously, it's twenty-seven-seven, but you, do you know what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, the rap ball was almost obscenely quick. Yeah, stupid. Like, it, it's just wild. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, you're the stats, man. What's the average rap? I, uh, I, 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 I check that out. <laughs> I check it out. I don't want to, you know, lie. I don't want to lie. Um, I, I don't know, but it, it, there wasn't. That's why I said it. Well, I don't. There clearly was a was a big emphasis on strategy. I tell you what, I am glad it. there's a week off now because I need to take a deep breath. And I imagine there's some very, very tired and sore bodies. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Absolutely. And I can't wait for Because the intensity level, as much as, you know, Super Rugby Adoroa and uh, Super Rugby Australia, they're great concepts and wonderful. There's nothing like the intensity of of international rugby. It's been very physical. Mm -hmm. Um, Look, I I back Australia to to back up and go again. Uh, Like I said, a lot has to go right to beat New Zealand. Mm -hmm. A lot has to go right to beat New Zealand. But I think we've got the cattle to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's exciting, the age of this team. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, who are the young blokes, 10 and 12? Mm. The old blokes, I mean, sorry. But yeah, the rest of the team is pretty ready. Well, that's the same as the... But then on the other side of the coin, the thirty, you know, the 35-man squad that was initially picked, how many of those Kiwi sides were young boys? Showing yeah, but it's, you didn't get fucked. They always do that shit. <laughs> like they've had those players forever. Um, well, that's true. But it's been good to chat rugby, man. Yeah, it has been good to chat rugby. It's been too long. I know. Um... Yeah, sorry for the absence. It's been very hard trying to organise life, yeah, uh, but we been. will we will try and uh, make sure that we can get it back together again, and make sure to try and get Jim on board as well, uh, which I'm sure he will be. He sends his best wishes. He loves it, doesn't he? He so, does. Yeah. He does. Um, right. Is there anything else? No, I, th- I think. Oh, yeah. could I just say congratulations? Oh, South Africa. Hang on. Well, yeah, two things. Congratulations to Exeter winning the champion. Uh, yeah, Dave Dennis. Isn't it? Was he the captain? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Apparently, he's gone from strength to strength since going over. Yeah, it thrived. Man. What is it about Aussies going to Europe and getting better? Culture. Oh, <laughs> um, no, and do you know what? I don't actually know. I, I'm just saying that to get a rise out. You know, of what? I think it probably suits his play style, though. Yeah, probably. Like a bit tighter and yeah, a bit, probably. He was probably trying to play like a yeah. Steve Hoyles out the back. But it might also be the fact that he's playing with many nations because obviously with the Premiership rugby, there's lots of different. Maybe it's an evolution of his style. You know, he's getting he's getting better by playing with different players. I don't know. But yeah. what about South Africa pulling the pin? I uh, I totally understand it from a little bitches. <laughs> I understand it from the bigger picture if there's a global pandemic and there's concerns and everything. What I don't like is the fact of how late they left it. Okay, uh, This is also, I think, just a dig, in my opinion. This is unfounded. This is just my opinion. At the Super Rugby. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think it's just an, uh, it's this initial start of saying, do you know what, um, if, the, if we go and enjoy playing in the Celtic League or whatever it's now called, apologies, I should know that, um, and it works out well, we've got rid of the cheaters and we're now going to play this. If that goes well, let's see if we can go and play Northern Hemisphere Rugby. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, it, what struck me is because the mail was they were concerned that they were underdone and they weren't going to be up to it. They talk of the town, is that? Talk of the town? This is talk of the town. Mm. They only had two weeks of footy in them. I mean, it sounds like a little bitch, man. Argentina is showing up. Mm. And they've had a lot of issues, so kudos. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I don't know. I didn't like it either. But again, if it was made a month ago, then you totally get it. Families, yeah, totally get it. But it's pretty safe over here, guys. No, and and it's great that New Zealand can get back now for Christmas. Yeah, it is. So it's great. All right. All right. Cheers. Well, nice to be back. I know. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed.